Hey fellow riders, it's your host Rusty James. It is Tuesday, November 10th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Okay, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This is the fourth podcast this morning. Keep it coming, Lord. For those who have been listening to the other ones today, November 10th, we're doing the gamut. And the Lord's been faithful. Now I'm in the phase of my commute to my destination across the state. And now we're in some really thick rain. I can barely see the cars in front of me. I think it's not due to the rain so much as the fog. There's a fog happening. So we've done all sorts of things this morning. Salvation, understanding every moment of our life and how we need to be engaged with the moment. And also looking at forgiveness and marriage and how that's so important. As well as allowing the Holy Spirit to fan the flyer, the, the, the embers of our life to get us flaming again. All sorts of things. And I'm not even halfway done. So the next thing I wanted to mention today is that in life we have certain things we rely on. You know, as we get older, you know, you don't you don't worry about tying your shoes anymore because it's just natural. You 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 do it without thinking. You don't worry about how do I ride a bike? You know, you it just happens. You've you've already learned and you get on and you go. And the walk with Christ is the same way, but we don't treat it the same way. What we do is we learn how to tie our shoes and ride our bike in Christ. And if we're not careful, we'll go through our whole life saying to the Lord, look God, I tied my shoes today. Three years later, look God, I tied my shoes today. Aren't you proud of me? And look, I've been riding my bike for three years. And look, tomorrow I'm gonna ride my bike. Aren't you proud of me, God? Now, I don't want to make light of what I'm trying to get to here, but my point is, God has more than just tied shoes and bicycles. It w it's true. Those are important things to know early in our walk with Him. You know, we couldn't walk with Him without those shoes, so we needed those shoes. Maybe think about shoes as the peace of the Lord. We enjoyed the peace of the Lord. And the bicycle was a better way to move around. So, you know, that might be the power of God in our life. And look, God, I, I, I put my, my coat on. I buttoned it all myself. And I even did the zippers. But we can't go through life reminding God that we know how to dress ourselves and get around on our bicycle. I mean, he, he's a good father. He's not going to, like, get all up in your face about it. He's going to say, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm really glad that you can still do that. I'm really glad that you can still do those things that I called you to the first year. But like a good father, he is reminding us that there's a reason why we needed our shoes on and our bicycle ready to go because there were places to go. 
and we needed our coat on because we needed to have the right kind of protection to get there because of the weather of the moment, whatever it was. But there are more things coming. You are now more mature. You know, it's fine to move around town on your bicycle, but you know what? He might be calling you to go across the state like I'm doing right now. You could do that on your bicycle, but it's the wrong tool. Now, lucky for us, God has blessed us with the right tools. Every tool we need, He will provide because He provides our needs. So there's a point in, in time when you might not want to figure out how that new tool works, but He's saying, you know what, you need to learn. Here's the owner's manual for that tool. But God, I'm, I'm pretty cool riding this bike around. He says, yeah, I understand. And, you know, I'm glad that you took the initiative and that you learned how to do that. But now you need to learn how to drive this stick. I don't want to drive a stick. You're going to need to drive a stick. Well, I want to drive an automatic. God is saying, you know what? What I've called you to requires you to learn how to drive a stick. No, God, I think I know the way, you know. I don't. I know that you don't need to have a stick. I need to drive an automatic. That's an easier thing for me to do. But God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans that will prosper you. You need to learn to drive this stick. And, you know, you can rebel and say, I'm not, I don't want to do that. That's too hard for me. And you might say, okay, fine. I might have a job over here for you with this automatic. Okay, fine. You learn how to drive the automatic. God is long-suffering with us. He obviously is. So here's an automatic. I'll maybe call somebody else to learn to do that stick then. So just sit down and think a minute here. If there's things that he's calling you to do, things that, I don't know, have a level of love for people that's way beyond your comfort level. That's a more grown-up thing. You know, we're all growing up more and more. You can be 80 years old and still act like a child. Now you can be 20 years old and act like a very mature adult with years of seasoning. Point is, is that we're all God's children. And we're all maturing at whatever level we kind of let ourselves mature or how much we let His maturing force in our life. He could be saying to you, you know what, you need to learn this, you need to learn how to drive this stick. And if you're rebelling and saying, well, no, I don't, I think I can, I think I can get by with this automatic. But God knows the plans He has for you. It might be that you really do need to have that level of advanced learning to drive that stick because of what he sees in your future and you don't even know. Maybe you need to learn to love people who are unlovable because before long your desire is going to change and he's going to birth this desire in you to minister to people where you need to have that skill, that tool in your toolbox. And if you don't, you might start resenting God. But he told you, you need to have this tool in your toolbox. Well, guess what? Every tool that you need, 
has already been described to you in the Word of God. So don't give me this, well, I'm going to just do the bicycle, the bike, and the uh, shoes bit. He's called us to way more. He's given us tools to go way further. And like I've said in the past, I truly, truly believe that if you engage in these other levels, these deeper levels, these more mature levels, call them meat levels, instead of just the milk of the word, we're getting into the meat levels now. You get into that stuff, and I believe that God is faithful. He will birth desires in you that would never have even been able to be there without those tools in engagement in your life. That's how I see it happening. I've said before that I didn't know if I had the capacity within me to love people in a certain way. And I'm still developing in that. And there's certain things that you're dealing with too. That, you know, you thought, well, I don't know if that's really me. Well, the Word of God says that it, it, that's how the heart of the Lord is. And aren't we to have the heart of the Lord? Yeah, but it just doesn't go according to how I am. Well, you know what? He's changing us. He's changing you. It's okay. You let that change happen, and all of a sudden, your desires will switch. I really believe it. Your desires will start switching to the God desires, and they will truly become your desires. I just talked on this, I think, yesterday. So yeah, we're changing, but we need to develop these tools to a deeper level to really see a change. I mean, and once you do that, then there'll be a new level of change. That's okay. God is with us the whole step of the way. Now, it's not to game the system. We're not to be gaming the system. We're not to say, okay, I can get further than you can in my Christian walk so that I get five crowns instead of your four. That whole thing about crowns and the jewels on the crowns, it seems so crazy to me. Like, that would motivate anyone. We're going to be throwing the crowns at his feet anyway. What difference does that make? I think the real motivation really is that you can get a deeper desire for the things of God if you engage in these deeper tools that he's provided in his word. So I'm hoping I'm being an encouragement and a challenger to us all that there is always some new level that we can seek to engage in. You know, married people, and I am really guilty of this, I do not romance my wife like I should. Lately, since we've moved, it seems like, you know, we had a date night just recently but it was long, long overdue. We were so engaged with the move and you know all the stuff that goes with that that I really neglected that relationship. And I still you know, need to focus more on that. Well, just like we can neglect the relationship with, even with our spouses and things, we can, re we can neglect the relationship with God. So before I go to the God one, back to the to the marriage one of the things that uh, that we ought to do is 
you know, these deeper levels of the love of the Lord, for example, cause us to love our spouse better. There are side effects to engaging in these deeper levels and deeper tools of the Lord. Forgiveness at the level that God forgives us. That opens up doors in relationships, in human relationships. Period. You find somebody who forgives you for a mistake you've made, somehow you're attracted to that person. You want to do something for that person. You want to, you've been shown a respect that it wasn't even deserved. And they respected you enough to forgive you on this thing. And now all of a sudden you're showing them respect. Operating in these deeper gifts of the Holy Spirit put a blessing on your life. It's a favor of God. Okay, I need to make sure I'm not going the wrong direction here. So stand by. Yes, so Lord, thank you for giving me that word of wisdom right then and there. I needed to hop off the major highway to get to the secondary highway to get to my destination. You know how that worked? I'll tell you how that worked. I had read the plan that I had to do earlier today, or earlier yesterday actually. I had looked at where I needed to be. And when I was on the highway just now, I saw the sign for the highway. It was Highway 53, north of Detroit. And I thought, you know what? That, that, that reminded me of what I thought I read yesterday. And what I did just now, this is great, this is preaching. I took the exit. I wasn't 100% sure, but I took the exit because the safer route would have been for me to hop off. And if I needed to, I'd just hop back on the highway again, right? But I chose the conservative choice, the the way of safety, because I thought that's the, what I remember the word said to me yesterday, my map, my guide. So I took it and then I confirmed it just now and indeed I am on the right path and it saved me the trouble of having to stay on the highway that I was on and missed my you know if I had missed my turn there my exit because I didn't have it in my mind I would have had to do some trouble I would have had to go down and turn around and come back and get off the highway there would be effort and it would be wasted effort and so in this particular case, I had the word in me enough to just remind me. So that is preaching to us because the reason why I encourage us all to stay in the word is because the more that we get into our mind and into our heart, the easier it is for us to recognize when things are aligning with it and when they are not. And it's easier for us to take that exit off of a path that we shouldn't be on. Do you see how that works? You know, I'm not giving you some really deep insight on anything. All this stuff you know. 
we all know this is if you if we've gone through life these are not these are not um, deep deep things but the the walk with the Lord isn't necessarily a deep deep thing it's a simple matter of obedience and Jesus used parables common parables stories about planting and reaping and simple things that everyone would know so I guess I'm doing the same thing except I'm using highway exits so we were talking about how these deeper tools within our tool belt our Christian our our spiritual tool belt engaging in deeper deeper levels of it getting into the meat more and how if we do that honor is bestowed upon us respect so you know if you have a deeper level of forgiveness for your spouse or mercy and grace for your committed spouse and your covenant partner spouse it will go well with you because you know how it goes when that's lacking you know it and so that's so that brings us to the final part here which is just like if you don't engage in those deeper levels it messes up your relationship to your earthly relationships it also can mess up your relationship with God the Father how so well if you are happy with your bicycle and tying your shoes and that's all the further you're gonna go and you're even gonna refuse to learn how to drive that automatic because hey a bike can get me where I need to go it's not like God's gonna just shun you but he can't have a conversation with you at the level that he would like to I mean it makes sense to me he wants to have relationships with you that say you know remember that time that you learned how to drive the stick and how you didn't want to but you really were able to do it and remember what happened you were able to do this and that and the other thing and that really showed the glory of the Lord in your life and how that opened doors and how these people were affected and how your wife saw you in a different way all of those conversations that the Lord could have with you won't happen because you're just happy enough with the bike a relationship that's kind of stagnant isn't growing that's why I'm so glad it's a breath of fresh air when I get to hear the Word of God from the pulpit and it challenges me if it no longer challenges us I think something's wrong I think we've settled so pastors don't worry that you're challenging your flock and don't worry that some of them might be challenged too much that they're gonna leave I guess this is a challenge to pastors now the word of the Lord needs to be declared and the word of the Lord challenges the natural chaff in our life so don't water it down pastors you let us have it 
The Holy Spirit will convict us. You just deliver the word. And trust the Lord. Trust the Lord that the word that goes forth will not return void. I believe that 100%. So that was a word for pastors, I guess. Well, it was a word for all of us because we all preach. Everything we do is a, is a, a sermon to someone. So I think that's probably where I'm going to leave it today. This has been real fun. This is the first time I've ever done a binge cast, so I am not done. I think I'm going to be unloading both barrels on the way home today. We'll see. Hopefully I can get all this work done today, and I will be headed home tonight. So remember to stay in the Word of the Lord. That's where you find out where all these tools are. And you live in peace. That's operating in one of the tools. And you pray for those who persecute you. That's operating in another one of the tools. Which might be hard for some of us. But do it anyway. (laughs) And know that the tools that the Lord has provided, the gifts of the Spirit, these things are for our benefit. It helps grow us. helps bring us to a deeper level of relationship with our earthly relationships and with our heavenly relationships. And you will see as you delve deeper and trust Him more that it not only opens doors, but it brings a richer, more full life to you than you ever thought possible. And those things that were so far beyond what you thought were expectations in your life, they'll start getting closer. And then you'll start seeing beyond even the beyond expectations. You look for that in your life, okay? You get into that, those things. You get into those things and trust the Lord your God that He will bring you to new lands, all right? And I will see you on the flip.